Gabe, it's so it's such a privilege to chat with you. Thank you so much for taking the time. The film is so much fun. Oh, thank you so much, Steve. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. I I really fell in love with Runs in the Family. Um, it is the film is just I don't know joy. There's such a joy embedded within this this film. What was it that excited you to be a part of it? Um. Well, I'm glad you bring the joy up because that was a big draw for me. I really wanted to be um, involved in as much queer storytelling that brings joy in without losing a sense of like drama and stakes and stuff. I, I think we get a lot of film about our trauma and those are important, of course, and, and a big part of making people understand the hardships that we go through. But the joy is just as if not more important to me and i really i really wanted the chance to show a family dynamic that was positive um albeit comp complex and complicated it, it was positive and supportive and that is something that i didn't see growing up and so i didn't believe i could have when i came out of front so that for me was the like the key thing that i i wanted this film to do you know i'm i'm glad you said that because the relationship with your character and his dad is I mean, it's remarkable. It's a remarkable relationship, even with, you know, there is some tension, there's some push and pull as, as with any uh, parent-child relationship, but certainly like his, his encouragement and his, the way he, he stands up for your character is, is just amazing to see. Yeah. I, I was wondering, oh, go ahead, no, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, it's not dissimilar to my relationship with my real dad who also directed the film I, and that's kind of what the whole film is is based on is it's completely fictional in terms of the plot but the two characters are very very much drawn from our two characters i mean river the character i play is like a younger more anxious version of me like almost as if if i had come out when i was 24 because the character is a little younger than i am mm. um i feel like that's what i would have been like it's slightly sort of self-centered but born out of uh the anxiety of acceptance and, and love uh the desire for love and then the father character is my dad through and through and a lot of the stories that the father character Varun tells during the um road trip and sort of across the film are true stories well I say true stories but my dad is is a bit of a dreamer and he embellishes these stories and he's such a storyteller when he tells me stories of his youth that I'm never entirely sure how much of it is true and how much of it is kind of from this sort of fantasy through this fantasy lens of his. I know that they're true stories, but the way that he tells them makes them sound sometimes like like little movies that he's lived through in his life. So I I really wanted to I wanted to show our relationship and I especially wanted to show the type of character that my dad is and the kind of support that you can be without not necessarily saying you don't make mistakes, not not saying that there aren't issues, but that those issues aren't um drawn from a sort of lack of acceptance for the son's transness. You know, they're drawn from external factors and uh, sort of personal pain and hurt. They're not drawn. They're not drawn from just like, oh, I don't approve of my son who's trans, which is what we see so much of. I, I was going to say that absolutely. Like traditionally, or not traditionally, but certainly in the vast majority of these stories, there's usually uh, a parent or parental force that the acceptance is based on the character's trans nature or something and a lack of acceptance. That's not the case here. It's just a, a normal, you know, like that scene where you guys are at the fence 
and <laughs> it's such a great scene. I love that scene. Uh, the dad, it's just, it's just dad saying, you know, listen, listen to me for once, you know, <laughs> that's my kid. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, so the conflict cool. is about them as, as a parent and child, not about River as a trans guy. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, certainly, too, I love that you bring up the storyteller. But I wanted to ask you, because one of the stories in the, in the car on the way, the story of the scarab. Yeah. I love that story. I love that yeah. story. And, and this idea of humility struck me as such a, a key element to this particular film. I was just wondering, from your perspective, um, what, what humility means when we're having these sorts of conversations? Well, that's such a lovely question. I think, for me, humility is, is about, specifically in context of this film, but just in, generally as, in general as well, I think it's about um, being undeterred by the possibility of being wrong mm. um, and having the kind of self-awareness and strength, because I think it's a very brave thing, to to open yourself to learning. Um, and that's really, for me, what the father character, Varun, represents in the film. It's not to say that he's, you know, he's got his trance 101 down and he's like perfect and he doesn't make mistakes with pronouns or with ideas about the world or with ideas from the patriarchy that he's been ingrained with at his age. And, you know, those things are there, but he is like my real dad, willing to unlearn and relearn things. And that for me is the, the core of humility, to not believe yourself above any kind of uh, growth in terms of empathy, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. And I love that concept of relearning. This idea of, you know, because his character and your character are having these conversations, but he's fighting for you. Yeah. And, and it's so clear that it's not, it's not a struggle for him to do that. Mm -hmm. It just stems out of his, his love for you. And it's just wonderful. Um, I, I wondered about stories, because I know as you two are preparing for the routine in the film, uh, one of the comments that your character makes is you have to serve a story. And, uh, and certainly that comes up as well, the conversation later, you know, that you fought hard to be yourselves, which are, are beautiful statements. But I was just wondering for you, what does it mean to own your own story? Um, I think for me, it, it just means for as long as you are safe to do so, um, sharing who you are with the world. Uh, so obviously, there's there's a lot of privilege in that as a concept because some people, when you share who you are with the world, you know you can be put in grave danger. So it's very important to know when it is safe to do so and when it's not. But when it is safe, um, or safe enough, even though it might be a risk always, I think it's really important to to show people who you are to give words to who you are, even though those words can change all the time. Um, doing that helps other people figure out who they are. And that's not to say, you know, people, some people are, find labels really restricting. For me, I've had many labels. I've been LGBT and Q at different <laughs> times in my life. So so it's, it's important for me always to remind people that the labels are there only insofar as they serve you. Um, you know, when I was, 
a young teenager and didn't understand why I felt different and why my attractions were different. I came out as lesbian, but that for me was more about having a sense of community. Me By me saying I was lesbian, I found other people like me and then I felt more okay as me because I saw them being okay as them. And so that's that thing of showing who you are so that other people can also find who they are. And then we all share in that and that becomes a community and a culture. And lesbian community and culture became so much a part of my life. And then when I started to realize in my 20s that I was actually trans, I think that it was important for me not to feel like now I owe it to lesbian community and culture to stay here because I've taken on this label and it has done so much for me uh, in terms of support that I'm not allowed to leave it. That for me is not what's at the root of queerness. I think queerness is a constant questioning and if you find answers to those questions today, that doesn't mean those answers have to be the same tomorrow. Um, you don't owe it to anybody to stick to a label. You should take on that label insofar as you can um, You can learn more about the world and about other people, and you can also help other people. And then beyond that, you don't you don't have to stay there. You know, you can move move through those labels. And so I find them really helpful in terms of finding community and culture, and less so in terms of sort of giving myself a, a finite box that I have to stay inside. Mm, mm. And and those labels are constantly evolving as well. As, as we're... exactly. Thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine we all had to stay in the same place. It would be pretty dismal. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, it, one of the things, you know, we've talked a little bit about the film's optimistic tone because the questions that, or the conversations it's having, there's a genuine sense of hope within the relate especially because the relationship between you and your, your father is sort of rooted in the film um even amidst the obstacles that come in your way yeah and there's a brief moment where your father says have a little faith river mm -hmm. and i was just wondering from your perspective again to to an audience viewer uh as viewers who are watching this how or what sort of message you think the film they you hope they take away from it let's put it that way i think I, i'm glad you bring up the faith line because i think that's in there i think i would really love for people to particularly trans folks okay so I, i'd say the message is sort of twofold i have like a hidden though not so hidden message for my own community is the trans community, which is an umbrella that I think includes the non-binary community and by extension, the whole queer community. And that message is about having faith. And although we get sort of knocked down so much, and although there are a lot of people trying to stop us from being who we are, if you just have a little faith and you find the people who love you and who can champion you, and you can do the same for them, then everything else is okay. Um, and there's, without giving a spoiler, there is kind of a, a message in it around also trans people don't owe anyone or themselves any particular type of transness. No surgery or hormones makes you trans. You are, you are who you say you are and you are who you know you are. And w whatever your journey is, uh, doesn't have to look like anyone else's. And if you find community and you find self-acceptance and you find people who love you and that you can love then I think the rest is all you know bodies are bodies and, and, and you can find ways to live with uh who you are and what what body you're in 
or you can find ways to make adjustments to that, but that that's not the be all and end all of transness. So that's kind of my message for my people. <laughs> um, and then, but more broadly, because it is not just a film for trans people, although very much is a love letter to trans people, um, I think more broadly, the, the thing I'd like to leave every audience member with is a sense for like, how can I love the people I love better? How can I listen to what they need and who they are? And yeah, I just love my, my cousin always says, how can I love you better as a sort of mantra for how she deals with her loved ones. And that's kind of what I want to put through the film. I want people to realize that it is through their love that, that their loved ones can really flourish and uh, be, a, be better versions of themselves. And so I tried to show through the film that not only is this a dad who loves his trans son, but this is also a son who really loves his dad. And both of them make each other better by virtue of just like loving and believing in each other through any kind of flaws or complexities or differences they they see and love each other and that makes the world a better place and that is hope especially in the sort of current political climate i think that is one of the things that i hold on to um when the world feels like too much i i sort of close off from it a little bit and go to the people who i know see me and love me and who I know that if I pour my love into them, that is fulfilling enough and that changes the world in its own own kind of way. I I really appreciate that. Honestly, Gabe, the film is such a joy. And uh I I I love your message. I appreciate it. And I, I'm so grateful for the time to chat with you. Thank you so much. Thank you too. I really appreciate you taking the time to watch it and talk to me and, and I'm I'm just so grateful. I hope everyone who sees it gets to feel a little bit of what we've spoken about today. Absolutely. Me too. Me too. Thanks so much. Have a great day. You too, Steve. Go well. Bye-bye.